Non-rockabotus must stop. I don't want to rock the boat. I want to sink it. Are you going to bark all day, little doggy, or are you going to bite? Delusional is okay in your worldview. I'm an animal. You don't chastise chickens for being delusional. You don't chastise pigs for being delusional. So you calling me delusional using your worldview is perfectly okay. It doesn't really hurt. <laughs> she hung up on me. Yeah! What? What? Desperate times call for faithful men and not for careful men. The careful men come later and write the biographies of the faithful men, lauding them for their courage. Go into all the world and make disciples. Not go into the world and make buddies. Not to make brosives. Right. Don't go into the world and make homies. Right. Disciples. Well, I, got, yeah. I got a bit of a jiggle neck. <laughs> That's a joke, Pastor. When we have the real message of truth, we cannot let somebody say they're speaking truth when yeah. they're not. studio right now apologia studios with marcus pittman king ginger what's up ginger glad to be back in the mainland that's right yeah we're back we are back we're back we took a trip apologia church sent some missionaries to the island of Kauai to see about a church plant and it was awesome the most beautiful place i've ever seen in my life yes you were saying that um all you have to do to be a good photographer and filmmaker in Kauai is know how to push record. That's right. And make sure it's in focus. <laughs> and make sure it's in focus. Yeah. So we're back. Uh, praise the Lord. He got us there and back safely with a wonderful team of missionaries at Apologia Church. Seeing about bringing the gospel, the kingdom of God to that island. Planning a reformed church on the island of Kauai to bring the gospel to those people. Very, very excited. It's such a blessing. And... We wanted to tell um, all of our all-access uh, partners, everyone who joins with us in this ministry and participates with us through all-access, we wanted to tell you thank you because you made it possible. You're making even the church plant a possibility, and we're grateful. So thank you guys very, very much. And we have so much to tell you guys about and so much to do. I want to point you very quickly to Apologia Studios on YouTube. If you haven't been there yet, you need to go check it out, Apologia Studios on YouTube, you guys have so much content to draw from there. There are television shows up there. There are actual evangelism encounters with Jehovah's Witnesses, with Mormons, with atheists, uh, with agnostics. They're, they're all up there at Apologia Studios on YouTube. Uh, so much for you guys to get and draw from. A lot of sermons, a lot of teachings. And so go there and we just, by the time you hear this, dropped uh, two very special things. One is a little teaser for the mini documentary we're doing on the church plant in Kauai. Marcus Pittman did a phenomenal job. It's so amazing. <laughs> it's so much fun. It really is. Yeah. Like, I think it's the first time we've really used all our new equipment to yeah. like the utmost. Yeah. Because everything else we've just used it kind of in studio for the TV show. Right. But now we actually got to really put it to its limits and yeah. 
So oh, go man. see it. Go see yeah. it, guys. If you haven't go seen check it, go, it out. go check it out. It's on Apologia Studios YouTube. Check it out. Apologia Kauai. One of the latest videos we've dropped. Go check it out. It's about two minutes long. It's just it's breathtaking. It's very, very, it, very It's powerful. a good teaser for what a, what we can do now. Yes. So that's just like a, a hint of, of, I mean, I'm excited. Yes. I'm just pumped up. Yes. So go check it out. If you haven't seen it, go look at it. And um, there is also our first Apologia Church on the Street up on YouTube. That is actual evangelism outside of the temple. This past Christmas lights at the Mormon Temple in Mesa. So you guys can get a chance to sort of eavesdrop on a conversation that I had with an older Mormon couple. We just put the whole conversation up for you guys. It's about 15 minutes long. Um, and Marcus was actually across the street with one of our cameras. I was mic'd up. And so you get to listen in to a conversation that I have with this Mormon couple. I think it will really bless you guys because the conversation is kind of standard. It's the kind of thing you're going to hear often from Mormons, same kind of arguments. And uh, hopefully it blesses you and encourages you to get on your feet and do exactly the same thing. And so go it's, to Apologia Studios. Sa- yeah, it's the same film style we use for How to Answer the Fool. Yeah. So it's it's voyeur, kind of, you're really yeah. far away from the conversation, but you're really close up. Yeah. So yeah. it's really cool. Yeah, and uh, so go check it out. And um, again, our all of our all-access uh, um, supporters, that you look, that stuff that's going out right now, that's because you support this this mission. And so we're grateful, and we mean that. And so just quickly before we introduce this week's show, let you guys know how you guys can partner with us. You just very simply, you go to ApologiaRadio.com, and you sign up for the All Access, and uh, it's a donation. It's $7.95 a month. You donate to the Ministry of Apologia Church, and you get all the additional content we do, the radio shows, of course, Apologia TV, the after show. Um, You also get Apologia Academy. We recently uploaded Dr. James White's uh, apologetic session he did on Mormonism it's fantastic and so you can get that all there our next one we're doing very very soon with John Sampson on soteriology which is the doctrine of salvation and we're very excited about that so that's coming very very soon and uh, you get all that apologia all access that's how you guys do it and let me introduce you to this week's show we thought since we were doing um, our church plant mission in Kauai we would do an apologia road show which we did. And so it's Marcus, uh, Pastor Luke, and it's uh, Hacksaw Jim Justice, who's been on the show before, member of Apologia Church. It's also somebody new we introduce you to from Apologia Church, Gabriel uh, Johnson. And uh, we kind of sit in front of our hotel room. We talk about the mission there. Hopefully it blesses you. I know this is a little different because it's not like a whole show dealing with cultural stuff and we're not dealing with apologetics. It really is dealing with our mission and church plant. And the reason why we wanted to do it is because we were there. But also we wanted to do it because we want you to be encouraged and inspired to keep thinking about moving forward with the gospel The mission of the gospel happens because you evangelize, you disciple, and you send. And this portion here hopefully encourages you in the sending part of that mission. And so you guys get to listen in uh, as we rap about what was going on there. We talk about some of the spiritual influences, Mormonism, Jehovah's Witnesses, Roman Catholicism. And uh, I think you'll really enjoy it. So, uh, Marcus, am I missing anything? I just want to apologize for the... The scenery, if you watch the video. <laughs> Marcus wasn't happy with the scenery. He said it looked like a, a st- typical standard, low-budget, yeah, cheesy fake church Christian film. Sort of thing, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but uh, not like we didn't have a lot of options in Kauai. It just we were very tired, and that's all we were willing to do. Yeah, that's about <laughs> that's it. That's basically what happened. Yeah. Um, and so here it is, Apologia Church, our team on the island of Kauai, this week's episode of Apologia Roadshow. 
ApologiaRadio.com. We just gotta okay. do one. So let's just let's just go. Oh, so you know how we do. It. <laughs> you know how we do. It. Luke, is anything <laughs> like, gonna be different today? It's like the, tree, <laughs> the tree, the trees behind us. It's like okay, okay. What? All right, whatever. It real. What doesn't look good? <laughs> no. <laughs> it looks like houseplants. Oh what? The fake houseplants? House no, it um, looks like. This uh, is going in, by the way. This is all great. Yeah. Exactly what you think Christian television would look like. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. Let's exactly. go somewhere else then. I, mean, I don't want to do that. <laughs> it's fine. We'll we make, shoot from the roof we'll or something? Fun. <laughs> we'll just Let's do it on the balcony. We'll make fun of it or something. Okay. Can this be in the answer? All right. All right. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Apologia Radio. This is the first on location. Right? That's yeah. first. Answer. Yeah. Number one. Yeah. First on location and on location. Uh, for the, in the best possible place in uh, Kauai. Yeah. Uh, we are in Kapa'a, Kauai, just north of Lahue. And uh, this is awesome. Obviously, it's beautiful. Marcus doesn't like the scenery. He thinks it, it looks... looks um, tacky. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and you know, of course, we could, not, we could not do a live... Uh, no, no. We couldn't do a show oh, from no. Kauai without eating uh, uh, pineapple. Is and appropriate uh, what kind of pi- pineapple? It's radio? absolutely appropriate, yeah. And they're <laughs> watching it, too, at the same oh, time. No, no. This is actually really special, just so you guys know what this is. This is, like, magical is what it is. It's like... It's well. It's like it's like the fruit version of crack cocaine. I think is is. I mean, it's so addictive. This is what was on the knowledge, the tree yeah. of knowledge of getting. You know, now you know why it was yeah. so difficult. That was why up. he saw it and thought, oh, I don't know. Totally <laughs> worth it. Um, it's a sugar loaf pineapple, and it is uh, spectacular. So we're it back. Only grows here. That's right. Only grows in Kauai. So. We actually have a live audience too. Yeah, and we have an audience Yay! in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Brian and Tori in the back right now. Yeah, Tori. Yeah, all right. And uh, so this over here is uh, Hacksaw Jim Justice right here. You guys you can see his face now. Um, wonderful beard. And uh, I just realized something. We all have beards right yes, now. What's Lori. up? What's up? How, yeah. how is that different than any other show? I, I, it's just, it's been, we're all in one. It's great. Okay. So, well, those are fanny um, packs that he, uh, somebody uh-oh, over there. Uh-oh. Oh, he's wearing it right he's now. He's wearing the fanny pack. That's why we haven't yeah. mentioned him by name. All right. Um, so uh, this is uh, the bear right here, Luke Pearson. Uh, See, that, I sent it. I sent it with... With conviction. Yes. Conviction. Is that it? That's, that, no, that's, that's not... No, no, no. No, no, we're going to get... We're going to get... We're going to get letters. We're going to get emails. Now, obviously Illuminati. King Ginger right here. And this is Gabe. This is the first Gabe Johnson. Yes. Member of Apologia Church. Gabe Johnson. Yes, he's an amazing man. Yes, and he has an amazing beard. And we got to think of a name for him now. Oh. Well, there's going to be plenty. Come uh, on, Luke. The nurse. Make it happen. The nurse. Oh, I always call him, I call him Gabe RN all the time. Gabe RN? He's a, he's yeah. a high altitude nurse. I'm the nurse. Because he's a nurse. Yeah, yeah. Nurse. right mercenary. on. Not, not mercenary. A, not a lot of men in your profession. Well, you know, not a lot of men in your profession. There's not. There's not. So when you're a man, when you're a man nurse, you're a nurse. And then when when you do it with conviction, you're a mercenary. Okay. You see what I mean? I got gotcha. you. Okay. <laughs> and you evangelize your patients. So, uh, What's the difference between a male nurse and a male purse? Ouch. They're both called Nothing. Thanks, yeah. Marcus. Yeah. 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 Sorry. Just so, um, 
<laughs> hope you guys don't mind just kind of sitting with us while we do this uh, show right now. So we're in Kauai, and we're here with our team, uh, a, missions, a missions trip, um, our church planning team, uh, seeing about planning a church on this island. And I guess we should tell you what it's like, because um, I think it'd, it'd be good for to have you guys pray for us. Well... Let me tell you kind of the, the story of how we got here. The first thing is, um, I came out to the island of Kauai. Um, I didn't want to come initially. My wife didn't want to come. We, we were too busy, and my wife didn't want to leave the kids. And so um, a friend and a member, members of our church asked us to do a renewal of their wedding vows here in Kauai. It was like a top-secret mission. Uh, his wife didn't know, so it was all secret for like six weeks. We were like sliding money. He was sliding money to us so we can get the tickets for the plane trip and everything else. It was just such a covert operation. And... Um, so I come out to Kauai, and um, when I landed, weird thing, and I'm not usually into you know these kind of things, but this was just kind of compelling now, looking at its post-events. Um, um, we landed, and a man walked up to me at the baggage carousel, put his hand on me, and he said, you think you know God's plans for your ministry? And he said, but God has plans for you to bring the gospel to the young people on this island. Here come the emails. Yeah. I think Gabe and I actually saw that guy. <laughs> yeah. The other day. So I, I thought, okay, here's the thing. Uh, here's the thing. It was just a weird thing. I had no thought towards anything. And so my wife was standing there. And when he walked away, my wife says to me, what did he, what did he say? And I said, I don't know. He's just a weirdo. And so and she's like, no, really? I was like, no, he's a weirdo. I don't know. And, uh, and so we, we drove off. And so while we were here doing this um, wedding vow renewal, um, we began to go across the island to take care of what we needed to take care of for the wedding, and we saw uh, the cults everywhere. Uh, we saw Mormonism, we saw Jehovah's Witnesses, we saw uh, Roman Catholicism, and it was just filled with cults. We saw Buddhism, we saw uh, Shinto Temple, we saw all this stuff, and we saw like almost no churches really in the same way. We did see you know church here or there, but we couldn't find any Reformed churches, and so we looked on the internet, and there was a one Reformed church we found. Um, and so I got back from Kauai, had sort of this weight on my mind and my heart, couldn't get it off. And so this kind of uh, cut the story in half. Basically, for two days, I was just kind of grieving and fighting this, you know, why, why can't I get it out of my head? Um, I, I basically was in prayer asking God, Lord, if, if you want us to go to the island to, to, to plant a church there, to preach the gospel there, um, I said, then drop the money on us so that we can go back immediately, uh, Pastor Luke and I, to investigate the island thoroughly, see if it's a possibility. And so I, I sent a letter off to somebody who, who loves our church, believes in what we're doing, and, and, and actually to two people. And within 24 hours, some, they dropped the money on us to go to Kauai and to do this trip. So a week later, Luke and I were back. Uh, Luke felt the same way as I did after we were on the island. We left the island. We were more committed to it. So then men, uh, members of Apologia Church started getting into it saying, yeah, I would go. And that really blew us away because it wasn't one or two families. It was, we have 26 total people here. And that's not even everybody that's interested in serving on this mission. And so basically over the last, say, six months or so, we've asked God for the money to come back with the team to investigate the island. Now we're here. God provided the income, the money. And now we're at the very end of the trip. And the, the team that's with us has had the same thinking in terms of what they see on the island and um, what what are the possibilities. And it's just been an incredible week. So I'll, I'll let these guys talk about what they've seen. I just want to know if you're going to eat that. Okay, you're going to do it. Okay. <laughs> well, it's funny. We holding it the whole time. We were, we <laughs> like, were driving. <laughs> yeah, just waving it in front of my face. 
<laughs> we were driving just a little bit ago, and I asked Christian was in the back seat, and I said, "Hey, what are you, what's your, what are you feeling?" Thinking. So he was saying um, that he now, after being here for the week, sees the vision you were just talking about. Yeah. Like I think it's hard. I mean, I'm sure everybody but me and you can attest to like when we came back mm. until you get here and then you see what we've been talking about. You, they see the vision. Um, they see the possibilities. They see the need. Mm. And so I thought that was pretty cool. Well, the interesting thing is, is the, the initial response, I guess in a way you and I kind of anticipated, maybe, not really, because we don't really think like that. Yeah. But people automatically assume Kauai, why, it's the United States. Why do you need a, a church in Kauai? Are there Christians yeah. in Kauai? Why would you think about planning a church? Oh, it's, yeah, you want to go to Kauai to plan a church. Yeah, Kauai, you know, and it's a, it's a vacation, you know, a, a spot. And, but the amazing thing is, is when you get here, you realize this island is so dominated by dark spiritual influences. And I think, in my own mind, I think one of the reasons there aren't a lot of solid reformed churches here and Christians having a massive impact on this little island is, I think, just because people think in terms of, well, it's paradise, so they don't need the gospel. We don't need to plant a church there. And so, um, but when you get here, you begin to see the dramatic need for the gospel yeah. and really the fertile ground where you have 68,000 permanent residents and so many people are talking to one another. There's such a tight network where everyone's connected to one another and people are, we know there's no God seekers, but people are hungry. The Christians on this island hungry for solid teaching and truth and solid worship that glorifies God. And the unbelievers on this island are open to talking about spiritual things. And it's, it, it's everywhere. So, everywhere. Yeah, you guys came, came back after this. You put out some videos to us, some of the members of the congregation, and mentioned this vision you had. And, and I admit, as a member of the church, at first when I heard your vision, I was like, oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, but there's, there's lost people here in Tempe, too. And now that I'm here, I see, I see the vision that you've thrown out there that we've walked around this island now, and there is, uh, I believe we said it last night, there is a, um, a all-you-can-eat buffet of gods, false gods here. Mm, yeah. And when you talk to these people, they take a little bit of this, a little bit of this, a little bit of this, and they kind of all sprinkle it in. And then what you find out is they're hungry. They're hungry for something more. They're hungry for something real. Every question that we've asked them, their response is, um, yeah, you know, I want something different. I need to see somebody that's actually living out a real genuine faith mm -hmm. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mm -hmm. And there's such a, uh, there's some, there's some real gaps on the island that, that we could fill, you know, with, with solid communication of the gospel. Number one is uh, the problem of addiction on this island alcohol and methamphetamines and the other issue is the issue of um, education there's like no solid place to educate your kids on this island there's limited schools difficult to, to get to them so a lot of people on this island either don't send their kids to school they're just not educated or they homeschool and and there's this this gap that we can really i think we can step in and meet in terms of education for the young people on this island and give them a biblical worldview and the gospel and that'd be the way to affect the younger generation and there's another issue we, we've talked about in the last day that's exciting us all is the way that the island is situated there's a limited number of uh radio stations yeah. that actually come through like five like five consistent yeah. radio stations it seems um and one is a Christian station, mostly Calvary Chapel, um, and so there's an opportunity there to impact the entire island overnight with solid teaching uh, and really address the issue of the cults on the island 
directly to them because the drive time hour traffic is crazy because there's only one really road running across the whole island and if people are listening they're going to get the gospel solid teaching and that's another ministry right there and, and they don't have social media and internet no. like that's not a thing here no, not not like really it is weird. not like it is stateside yeah i we mean talk, there's, still, there's still phone yeah. booths yeah. yeah people are using somebody came up to our car I, was it was that with you i don't remember who i was with but they came up to our car actually came to our window and asked how to use the payphone. Mm-hmm. Are you serious? To make a phone call, yeah. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. And we I talked was to one. Like I don't Sorry. really remember. You think I, I, I don't remember. I don't know. Do you put a one before the yeah. number? I think. I think it takes a quarter. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. And we talked to a guy. We we asked. You know, he said, "Can we? Can I hear your radio show?" And we're like, "Yeah, I can just look up on the internet." And he goes. Yeah, I don't have that. I just yell out my window. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it's uh, you know there's there, there are you know it's a beautiful place. Obviously, there's internet and television on the island and everything else. But it's such an opportunity to reach people that live here that don't necessarily have access to all those things that we all take for granted. Um, and so there's a, there's a real uh, I think opportunity to to bring the gospel in a powerful way here. And everybody knows Apology at Church. Our vision is every realm under the feet of Jesus, whether it be education, whether it be the church, the family, government, whatever it is. And this place is such an awesome experiment mm-hmm. with that. An island, isolated, tight-knit community. You can get the gospel here. We like to see the glory of Jesus in every single area and realm. And I think that's, um, that's, that's an attainable goal here oh, yeah. within a generation. I think we can really do that yeah. effectively. Yeah. What do you think, Dustin? Hacksaw? a lot of work a lot of people are hungry I mean especially the Christians needing solid solid teaching they want scripture and I've heard of this church a lot of times it's the church that uh, everyone goes to after a week of sinning is what they've said Mm -hmm. and they go to it to pray and feel better Mm -hmm. about the week prior they get ready to keep going whatever doing whatever they want to do for the next week and it's in, it was encouraging to hear that people will drive for solid teaching mm-hmm. and a close knit, you know, community is what they say. But you know, fellowship because the people on this island are so family oriented that they are so close that if they Jesus. see a community of believers that aren't related by blood, still living as a family, that they are drawn to that. <laughs> Uh, especially mainlanders, um, they don't, they're not welcoming to, to mainlanders that want to bring America here. America. America. But they are welcoming if they want to be on their side for uh, quite freedom from the states once again. Um, it seems like they're going to like theonomy here <laughs> because. It seems I mean, like what it, America you would think. You, yeah, I mean, they, freedom and the law of God. Yeah. Yeah. You would think most people would like it. Yeah, you would true. think, and some say they like it, but, well, whatever. We'll leave that there. But, I mean, the, what America did was move its, its boundary markers, and the people here don't like that. And we just get to come and say, we completely agree. America never should have done that. They there are there's a law against that and there are consequences for that um we've been asking some people some christians and they like is that a message they've heard here and it sounds like they've never heard that sounds like oh what they have heard is apologies 
Christians right. just apologize for it happening. Oh, I'm sorry. And they just, I mean, we are apologia, but we're going to be apologizing for what America did because we're not here for that kingdom. We're here for Christ's kingdom. Mm. Um, there's a lot going on in my brain. I think that's all I have. Well, uh, t- tell us, tell us, uh, tell us, Dustin, about some of the amazing words that you've created the last couple mm-hmm. of days. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, while you've been here, investigation. Uh, we gotta go investigate. We gotta, that. Ve- we gotta investigate that. Mm-hmm. We got. Mm-hmm. Hey, look at uh, that area over there. We gotta go investigate that. Yeah. Yeah. And, that's a good uh, one. What other words? That's a that's a new one. Add to the toolbox. We've really, been, we've really been able to joy the joy the island. Oh yeah, we've been joying it lots. Joying it. Joying it. Nice. Very good. Yeah, this, is, this pineapple <laughs> bring me. Oh, I just enjoy it a lot. So, um, so we wanted to kind of update, you know, you guys, our listeners, and actually viewers, on what we're doing on the island. So you guys can be praying for us. It's it's a huge opportunity. It's a huge mission, and uh, we're, we're we're very excited. We're very humbled by it, and we have big plans. And so we'll be updating you, letting you guys know what we're doing over the next couple of months and years as things are happening here. But I, I think if you might ask, well, like, why would I listen to what your church is doing? Why bring me into that? Well, hopefully. In, in hearing this, uh, this sort of starts something, a spark in, in, in you, if God is calling you to some mission somewhere to plant and sacrifice. We're supposed to be um, uh, evangelizing, discipling, and sending, and evangelizing, discipling, and sending. And so that's what our role is as a, as a local church. So that's what we're doing. And... Um, so let's talk for a second about uh, the, the spiritual um, elements that people meet out here. Are probably the same ones that you meet back at home. I mean, uh, who hasn't had a Jehovah's Witness come to their door or a Mormon or who hasn't run into a, a kooky, uh, woo-woo, new age person? Mm-hmm. That's what we, Luke and I, we call them woo-woo. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You're just speaking There's woo-woo. some really weird stuff here, man. It's woo-woo. Like the yeah. spiritual vortex tours on the beach. Yes, <laughs> yeah. When you walk into the local coffee yeah. shop, they're down the hallway where they post all the community stuff. Oh, it's yeah. all just pagan and spiritism and just crazy. There's one I think you can pay like 300 bucks and like they'll put like bowls on you and like play noises. Mm -hmm. It's like a Hinduism noise. Yeah, somehow the instrument reads your spiritual well-being. Interesting. You can make a lot of money. A man can make himself a small fortune. Yeah, (laughs) It's working. They're living on Kauai. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) It's expensive here, that's for sure. And that is one of the hard things to break into living here is it's very, very expensive to live here. There's actually a lot of suffering involved in coming here to do a mission. I mean, a, a tremendous amount of suffering. It's going to be very difficult. Uh, and I think it's another reason why you don't see a lot of strong and reformed church presence because it's hard to get here to begin to plant a church. Mm-hmm. And so um, praise God that he's uh, allowing us to do it. So, um, But the spiritual elements, Jehovah's Witnesses, Mormons, you've got Roman Catholics and everything else. There's there's a common theme in in all of these these different religions and cults. And the common theme with the Jehovah's Witnesses of the Mormon, um, Islam, which is very little of that on the island out here, actually. I don't know if I've seen any. uh, Yeah, they said there was was some on the south side of the island, we heard. Mm Um, but uh, it's it's a denial of, of the deity of Christ. Obviously, the Trinity is denied. You also have a denial of justification by faith. Salvation is ultimately through works in some way or through a combination of grace and faith and works. And so that's what all these religions believe. And so the, the, the clear message you come and communicate with grace and with love is who Jesus truly is and what the gospel is. Um, but here's, here's sort of a disheartening thing about the island that we've heard pretty consistently, is that you have uh, Christians on the island. This is not an island that has no Christians. There right. are Christians on the island. But people say there's, there's a lot of nominal 
Christianity on the island, you know, just, you know, cultural kind of Christianity. And, um, and they have said that the cults are the ones that are actually very aggressive on this island. They're the ones coming to doors. They're the ones doing a lot of open outreach and things like that. And so hopefully coming to this island, we want to change that trend, you know, be the ones that are actually right. going out to meet people where they're at to preach the gospel. And, you know, I think one of the things we talked about is actually doing community events where you invite the community in to hear a message on is Mormonism Christian. And you get into their lives by having that community event and inviting them afterwards to be at a microphone to challenge you or talk mm-hmm. back to you. So that way the community sees mm-hmm. how you act what you believe, how you love them, and to hear the message, you know? And that, that creates a lot of godly controversy. Walter Martin said, controversy for the sake of controversy is sin. Controversy for the sake of truth is a divine command. And so that's important coming to an island like this, getting in this community, is to make sure people understand that you are humble, mm. that you are loving, but also that um, there's, there's a real need to repent, and repent in a hurry, Yeah, you know? And so controversy is good. We kind of like it. A little bit. For the right reasons. So, yeah, Marcus, you haven't said much. How are you feeling being well, out here being I a think, filmmaker? I think it's really... Oh, being a filmmaker. Yeah. That's... Tell everyone that's, about, about uh, oh, man. how hard it is to, to actually get good photographs and <laughs> without, film. Without stressing you just got to make sure you hit record. Oh, I got to tell this. You got to make sure you got to hit record. That's all you got to do. don't crash in the drone. And don't crash the drone, which, by God's grace, we have not done yet. Yes. So... I think and our, we've flown a lot. Like, we've flown every day. I think our so. drone has its own angel. <laughs> we'll, we'll be somewhere looking at something, doing stuff, and all of a sudden you see, meow. Oh, there's Marcus. <laughs> True story. Yesterday, we found, Je- Gabe and I found Jeff and Marcus because of the Y'all drone. Y'all were driving down the road and we saw the drone. They were like, driving oh, down the road there. and saw the drone and came to <laughs> Look, there's Marcus. Yeah. Well, it's like every, everywhere, you t- everywhere you take it, the water is... I'm sorry. 20 different shades of blue and green. You can see all the way through to the bottom. And you can see scuba divers swimming from heights. And and it's really the, the white sand on the beaches. And it's it's what you would see in like a Hollywood film. And like we're not even trying really hard. We're just doing a little drone yeah. up in the air. It's, in some, it's unbelievable. And then the other thing is like the seals... They're right there on the beach. Yeah. Can I can like I tell the story? Yeah, yeah. We'll talk oh. about we'll talk about the environmentalists later. But, <laughs> but yeah, they're right there on the beach, and you can just get, I mean, nature documentary stuff like, right there. It's yeah. unbelievable. Some I place. almost I almost stepped on the seal that Marcus took a picture of. It was we didn't know what time the sun was going to rise, and so we went out like at six a.m. the first day we were here to watch the sunrise. So we had a big day ahead of us. Wanted to catch the sunrise, and it was so dark outside, and I was walking onto the beach between some bushes, and my daughter is with us, and she happened to turn her light on at just the right moment and oh had it gosh. down, and as soon as it flashed down, there's this massive seal laying right there I almost stepped on, and uh, and this seal apparently has a story, <laughs> because they, but when, they, when it comes that. out on the beach, yes. they put a sign up to tell you the seal's story, and tell us what happened with you. Okay, so... We met her best friend. Yeah, so... Uh, so that I, I don't know what day it was. We saw the seals again. There was two of them this yeah, time. Yeah. And Dustin, we named the one George, and Dustin's like, "Hey, there's George." So we go running over there, and we're getting. Which I learned the hard way not to get too close. I didn't get injured. He jumped really but good. I may have had to change my shorts afterwards. <laughs> to say that. So. It was um, awesome. Yeah. So we go over. We're looking at it, and this lady like beelines over to us, and she literally says. The seals are stressed. 
They're stressed out because they're endangered. <laughs> they're you're stressed. endangered. You're stressing the seals out. They're so stressed like, out because they're close. endangered. Yeah. And Dustin's over here like handing in the seal a cup of coffee. Like. <laughs> so she was she, asleep. Yeah. She knew I was there. So she, the lady gets on her phone and I'm like, she's calling somebody. Let's just walk away. So we start walking away and like within 30 seconds, this little man comes running up and ropes off the seals, caution ropes, and this lady's still having a cow because Marcus runs up with the camera then and yeah. getting as close as he possibly can. <laughs> and she's having a cow because we're stressing the seals out. And I'm like, how do they know they're endangered? <laughs> they got yeah, them in nets under the water? Like, they're, yeah. Like, yeah. Did Obama tell them? I don't know. So <laughs> anyways, it was just really funny. So. If you guys saw Marcus posted a picture just stressing out the seals. Yeah, that's what that was about. Yeah. Well, one of the things that um, you'll get to see is uh, the footage from Kauai. Yeah. So we wanted to film a little mini documentary of what God is doing through our church coming to this island. You get to see kind of its, its genesis to where it's at right now, currently, to hopefully you're going to get to see the end when we actually send people here and plant. You get to watch the whole process. And so be looking forward to that because we hope to have that up for you guys to see, to pray about, and uh, hopefully maybe even if God leads you to support because um, we're sending a team to this island. Obviously, all God willing, but that's where God is leading us. I'm excited to see the footage that you've gotten. You've gotten some crazy stuff with the drone. He sent it way up, and you can see like we're, the whole we island. We always did it like on top of this mountain cliff today that was... It was just, it was huge. It was huge. And we had the drone there, and then we came down, and right as we got to the bottom, there's a church, a little Baptist church. It's yeah. really awesome stuff. Amazing yeah. stuff. Beautiful. Right, Beautiful right beneath the mountain. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And so, um, so yeah, we're, uh, we're excited, and, um, and we are hoping that you guys get a chance to, to follow this whole thing through to the very end you know, and, and us actually landing on this island and starting worship services on the island. But I, I think um, if somebody were to ask, well, what makes what you're doing so different? What would you, first of all, before I answer that, what, what makes what you're doing as Apologia Church so different? Because there are Christian churches on this mm-hmm. island. So what makes you distinctive? Mm-hmm. What makes you different? Well, how would you guys answer that? I, I would say because... You're coming here with a intentional plan uh, to have the church be involved in the government, in the businesses, and mm. in, in education, in all areas. So it's not like we haven't gone and looked at just like where to put a church, but we've gone and looked at how the businesses operate, what sort of permits can you, what kind of buildings right. can you use this land for, and and all this stuff, and. You know, we walk down that main strip on the highway where, is it in Kapaa? Kapaa. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, there's just like just like downtown Moscow. Yeah. And we're like, we want Christians to own businesses on yeah. all, the, all these little stores. Bless people, yeah. do businesses yeah. to the glory of God. Yeah. Because yeah. right now they don't really have much of a, a Christian work ethic. They don't open till late and they close early. They're yeah. not even open eight hours a, a day. A couple hours a day. Yeah. And then some of them take a break for two hours in the afternoon for like siesta or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's real laid back, not a, much of a Christian work ethic. And so just impacting that. And then, of course, like politics. I mean, I, I would imagine if you could build a congregation of two to three hundred people that were actively involved in the city council, like they could pretty much run the council mm-hmm. in, in, influence influence even 
the government out here with the Christian worldview. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I mean, there's just that. So it's it's way more strategic than just hey, church on Sunday, and a Bible study, and then that's it. It's mm-hmm. let's bring these people under the gospel, and then this is the plan for the gospel to affect yeah. the entire island yeah. and all the areas of life. Yeah, and that's yeah. something like I've never I've never seen that before in a church. Well, like, we met with, just with the craziest thing. We yeah. met with a guy named David. David, if you're watching. <laughs> There's a whole story behind. So I'd always do the wrong yeah. one. If, you, if it's not, if it's just casually, keep it here. <laughs> yeah. If it's you want to send if, it if, with conviction. With conviction. With okay. conviction, bro. Uh, anyways, do we met with David? He lives on Oahu, I think, and he he was a really big help. But he said we asked him like, what is it? What do we need to do to be effective? He said you got to have a vision of mm-hmm. everything, all of life. Was, it's it's the Wilson, right? All of life, all of yeah. Christ. Because like, people are just bored all of Christ, Christ, all of life, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of like the impression Something. he gave. I'm tired. That's um, kind of the impression he gave is that people are just bored with church. They just go yeah. to church. Yeah, and he said you, if you come over here and you just think you act like a know-it-all, you're not humble, and like, mm-hmm. you know, we're not coming to bring our culture, right? Yeah, bringing the gospel, and it's going to permeate this culture. It's mm-hmm. going to change this culture. Mm-hmm. So that's different. That's One. really important. Yeah. yeah, especially for here. Yeah, right. Where they feel like their culture has already been taken away exactly. by tourists. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we'll have a vision for all of life, and like you were just saying. And also the fact that we're actually going to do outreach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Like we mentioned, none of the churches that we've seen are doing any outreach whatsoever. We've had, we've had them explicitly them, tell us they don't. Some of them admittedly so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Um, so you ask what's going to be different right there is two things right off the yeah. top. Mm-hmm. Basically, short sum that up is everyone has the same vision, at least to begin with, is go plant a church and, and make disciples. But I think for most churches, that's where it stops. Just making disciples, standing up front, or hoping people walk through the door. But we are going to go into other people's doors, into businesses' doors, and we're going to say, we're going to have this business, start this business, and we're going to do it all to the best of the glory of God we can do. And when people come in, they will know there are Christians here. Mm-hmm. They will give glory to God. I mean, <clears throat> just being on this island in general, you, you stand out there and you watch a sunset. I think there's been one atheist on this island. It's very hard to be here mm. and not believe in God. Mm. Or something, something, which is what everyone will say. Um, but we're not stopping at just hoping people walk in our doors. Uh, on a Sunday, they stumble upon the church, but we're going out, we're gonna be a part of homeschool groups, um, co-ops, and get the children. Um, we're gonna try to help the children on the island yeah. get educate, educated. Right, because yeah, there's, there's hardly any government schools here on that. We got right. to learn them kids. True. Really limited. You saw yeah. you saw only two. There's only right, yeah, we only yeah. saw two. Yeah. 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 You you had a great point. I don't. Nobody that we've talked to would come across as an atheist. None of them. <laughs> Even the guy we talked to today was something. It's hard to yeah. be a naturalistic <laughs> materialist when Kauai is screaming at you from God. Every um, morning. That's the truth. Well, and if I could say, so I'm not going to repeat everything you guys have said, except to say what Marcus said at the beginning, when we come to this island, because it's this isolated island, we're able to view all that's going on with such a tight network. We can say, here's this area, and then he's coming under Jesus' feet, this area, this area. And as you begin to do that, that flows quickly across this little community. Yeah. Essentially, think about this. Think about living in a very, very large neighborhood. And that's all you had was an isolated neighborhood in the desert. It's all by itself. It's just this neighborhood. That's all. 
just that neighborhood. Mm. Your your evangelism efforts would be a little different because yeah. you go, well, it's just this neighborhood. Well, that's easy. And I, I know exactly where people are. I know this guy talks to that guy. I know where all the families connect. I know where the education centers are because this is my little neighborhood. Mm. That's Kauai. And, and I think we, another if thing... If I could jump in real quick, yeah. we've all seen people multiple times yeah. that we rode on the plane with over here. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so we've seen people we talked to earlier in the week. We've seen today we saw yeah. all those guys yeah. we saw fishing the other right. day. Like yeah. Yeah. everywhere you go, you yeah. see someone you've seen. Earlier. Reconnect to people. Yeah. yeah. So uh, one more element I think that needs to be stated. I had said someone some. To, I had said something to somebody before about coming to this island to plant a church, and they, their response to me was, they said, "Well, what do you mean? Like, there's no reform churches on that island?" My answer is. Well, not, not really, but yeah, that's what I mean. <laughs> um, it's not all that, but I, the Reformed faith is the clearest communication of the gospel. Mm-hmm. It, pure and simple. It protects God's grace in salvation. It safeguards the gospel. It puts rails around the gospel. And, and yes, that matters. It matters that you, you, you believe that when you come to Christ, God causes you to persevere mm-hmm. and the good works flow from your life because God is in you doing this through you and he will cause you to persevere to the end. That part of the doctrines of grace really matters. It changes mm-hmm. things. Because if you have Christian churches that say simply, oh, once saved, always saved, and you, you know, your life doesn't change, it doesn't mean a thing, Jesus punches your ticket, then they live that way, mm-hmm. right? That's how people are converted to that and that they feel that way so yeah we're coming here and another reason why is because there is not a strong witness of reformed christianity and that matters matters to us and i will say that that is perfect because there are so many roman catholic churches mm. around yeah. and um we're still protestants <laughs> we, we are we're still protesting yeah and uh, and so yeah you even said too you noticed what nobody else noticed and I think I know why. Because <laughs> I, I noticed it first thing. I noticed it first thing. No one else really noticed it. But didn't find a single Presbyterian church on this island. Yeah, not mm-hmm. one. No. Nothing. Nope. And that really surprised me. Because the one thing you usually do see that's really they, well done by Presbyterians is they, they will have Presbyterian yeah. churches places. Yep. Yeah. And you, they, don't, you can't find yeah, them. Usually, usually their community, not so much. But yeah. they spend all their money in foreign missions. Missions. So maybe because this isn't considered foreign, mm-hmm. that it hasn't like caught the attention of the PCA or yeah. something like that. Yeah, yeah. you're gonna get on that, man. <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't really remember the PCA anymore. So, so, um, uh, so but, but that's another yeah. important element. So I would have felt better, and I mean, I mean this. When I first look for Reformed churches, I'm just looking for generally Reformed. Then the next thing I did is I look for Presbyterian. Yeah, because I, I I I would have felt better knowing that there's a solid presence of of solid orthodox traditional yeah, yeah. presbyterian churches on the island because that Me is somebody too. you can work with and you know at least at that point there's a solid gospel witness on the island yeah. but none no there's nothing none yeah. and so yeah we're coming here to 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 bring the gospel and the reformed faith to to the island and that's important to us i think i think it matters to jesus i think it so. really does Amen. yeah so we good well i think we should talk too about um like just the media strategy, we kind of just settled. Like, yeah, because that's something that we're we're going to really put a lot of effort and energy into. Yeah, it's, it's not just we're coming here and or we're going to start a church, but we're going to start a church with a media outreach. Yeah, that has we mentioned the radio station briefly. Yeah. We're we're going to try and raise money. 
to build our own radio tower yeah. station so that we could be on the FM stations around here mm -hmm. um, in a way that the whole island can hear. Right. But guys, trust me, if you if you guys were on this island, you could see it. You drive, you're flipping through the radio stations, and they're, they're just all fuzz. Yeah. And if you had a solid station, think about this. 24 hours a day. Right. James White sermons, Dr. White's debates, Greg Bonson. On Roman Catholicism. On Roman Catholicism. On, on uh, uh, Mormonism. Mormonism. Yeah, yeah and, and you, yeah. You, you, you've got debates running during drive time between Christians and Mormons, and the whole island is hearing it every single day. And they know it's Apology of Church. And they know it's business. Apology of Church. Yeah. yeah. That's right. They yeah. know it's, 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 our, it's our thing. You have our sermons from church, your, your sermons on the Doctrines of Grace running on this station. You've got Apology of Radio running on the station. That is an important part of our strategy right. to get yeah. the gospel quickly across the island right yes yeah. well, and I don't think I mean we lightly touch on on this island you walk around and you walk down Main Street people aren't walking with their heads down on the phone yeah. they're actually present in the town they're, they're saying aloha to you everyone everyone's talking everyone's talking they're not on their phones so they don't have podcasts they don't have just technology at their hands because cell service is terrible but they don't just they're not able to get all that stuff at their hand. They don't have a lot of YouTube capability, ability, but they get the radio stations. Yeah. We're, we're, we're back about 10, 15 years over here, but... Yeah, yeah, but you're right. You're on different parts of the island because of where it's situated, the mountains, and I guess yeah. I don't know what. Um, yeah, you, you might pull up your phone and be like, oh, I can't get on the phone now. I've, <laughs> I've left it in the car every day. Yeah, because every you're... Day. Yeah, every, every day. Because you only have spots you can actually use it right. effectively, so... So I just leave it in the truck because I get nothing anyway, so... I think that's The radio's big. It is. Yeah. And, uh, and one more thing, too, is a local station out here, one of the few stations you could hear, you listen to this thing, and I did the first time I came as well, and you're hearing the locals talking about local issues. Yeah. yeah. That was crazy. Talking about oh, uh, yeah. the movement against yeah. GMOs on the island, talking about the, the different kind of community stuff going on. Oh, we're all going to meet on the island for this community meeting in the middle. And it was like... Wow, that's yeah. that's like old school. Yeah, like it's actually a community. Yeah, yeah. And uh, today we got to listen to a woman give a fifteen-minute monologue, essentially. Yeah, and it's not like a really good radio show. Yeah, it's a, like you had. It sounded like you had the host. Yeah, and he invited this lady on, like the phone. Yeah, and she's just reading a story for like fifteen minutes. Yeah. And she just like she's not anybody who has like a radio presence, a radio voice, but so they really kind of, that was on the public radio yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. And and so that was kind of, kind of made me think, hey, maybe we can get Apology Radio on that channel. Yeah. Uh, depending on what they are, because if she got on, <laughs> just, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> she wasn't a radio personality. She was, you know, had a whole half hour where she was talking. Well, what she was talking about was amazing. Yeah, it was. Yeah, she was talking about. Uh, she was really upset about the United States imperialism of Hawaii mm. and how uh, their culture Destroyed has the culture. been taken over. And she yeah. was, I mean, trying to, I don't, I don't think she was starting something. I think it's obviously already here. Yeah. But a movement to really succeed from the United States and take back the Hawaiian culture back yeah. away from the United States. Sounds like Texas to me, but. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and Arizona, too, a lot. Yeah. A lot of Arizona, yeah. so. Mm -hmm. But a lot of, I mean, they're not alone, but I think they have a bigger case to make in yeah. terms yeah. of how uh, whole, 
So, they're, I mean, their culture. But the thing is, is those discussions are happening live on the radio, mm-hmm. and yeah. the whole island's hearing it. Everyone knows it's going on. It's a yeah. quick way to communicate with with everybody. Uh, you can't be missed. So uh, let's uh, let's let's end it for here. We actually have to go uh, right now to uh, meet with some locals we invited to dinner uh, to get to know them in the island some more. So that's what we thought would be a good idea to do. So that's uh, Hacksaw Jim Justice. That's the bear Hello. right there. I'm the ninja. That's Aloha. King Ginger and uh, Gabe RN right there. Another episode of Apology Radio. Catch you guys next week.